Welcome to the BME Culture Happy Hour, our roundtable podcast about what we are learning, doing, and creating. I'm the host for today, Candace Chung. I'm a fourth-year biomedical engineering student at Georgia Tech. So this week's show, we are um, discussing registration tips and like just how to get around registration. Um, and so today we have two very successful BME students from Georgia Tech, and we're, I'm going to ask them uh, how they approach registration as a BME. And as always, we will close the show with what is making us happy this week. And so let's get started. So let's go around the table, say your name and what you do here in BME. Hi, my name is Greta Schallenberger, and I'm from the Biomedical Engineering Student Advisory Board. Hey, everyone. I'm Abinia Odegmore again, and I'm the editor-in-chief for The Pioneer, as well as the vice chair of public relations for the Learning Commons. So what are your personal strategies for registration? So my personal strategies have more to do with what I do before registration than what I actually do during registration. You just have to make sure that you are ready for the exact moment that your window opens. Maybe set an alarm or put an event on your calendar so you're ready the second your slot opens up. I like to use the software CourseOff to make sure that all my classes are sorted out. So before, like maybe a day or two beforehand, I actually like to go to Paul too just to make sure all my courses are fine. I'm taking them exactly when I'm supposed to. And when I enter them in, um, CourseOff separates all the CRN codes separately in a different tab. So I write those in. So right when that time ticket goes off, like Greta mentioned, with the alarm and whatever you want to do, type those in and click enter so you get at least your important classes in. So you mentioned Paul. So what are other resources for registration help? Paul sends out a set of five emails every semester that are actually very, very useful. So it starts from the basic core classes of BME, um, and it takes you all the way to the depth, humanities, and social science. So before emailing them with any you know miscellaneous questions, I would really advise you guys to start reading those and even bookmarking them. I've actually bookmarked them from my first semester at freshman year. And yes, the courses have changed, but it's nice to look through... Um, exactly what I have to be doing to graduate on time. And besides Paul's emails, I think that there's a really good resource. The Student Advisory Board puts on this event every semester called the Registration Advising Event, where upperclassmen volunteer their time to help underclassmen try to figure out which classes they want to take, which ones go well with other courses, um, certain professors that you want, learning styles, and this is a really unique experience because you get to choose a mentor who has a specific minor that you want. You get to spend up to 20 minutes with them. And they're students, so they know how difficult the classes are to take together, which is something different than what you get when you go to see your faculty advisor. So what do you do about classes that are not BME? All right. So I guess a couple of my experiences, I make sure to take a fun class every semester. So I deal with different departments every semester. So starting off right up the boat, um, sociology in my HTS classes, a lot of those classes get filled up very quickly and especially to those majors um, that are taking them. So these classes, the departments are actually very lenient. So if you send them a um, request that has a genuine request, say you're really interested in that class or you just, you know, want to take that and pursue that for your minor, they let you take that even though it's filled up and stuff. Another class I've had um, issues with are like languages. So that's the same situation. I know that the first week of phase one, you won't be able to sign up for those. But wait till the second week. Don't panic and be sure to take them. Don't drop them. I think languages are a great asset to a biomedical engineer. Yes. And sometimes you will run into some difficulty with certain departments. Um, 
I had a difficult time getting to, into ISYE 3770 this semester. Um, ISYE, uh, the department doesn't grant course overrides unless you are a graduating senior usually. So if you're stuck in a situation where, like me, you have to get the class as a prerequisite in order to graduate on time or in order to study abroad, you should email your advisor uh, from your department who's in charge of you graduating or in charge of your study abroad program and get them to email the other advisor. And it's a long process, but it's definitely worth it when you get that class that you need. To add on, I've seen a lot of students come up to me, especially in the mentorship program, asking me about Synth Lab specifically. Those classes fill up very quickly, especially for the biochemistry, chemistry majors first. And a lot of BMEs are, of course, pre-health. So my advice for that is usually phase one, you're put on the wait list or may not even get on the wait list. Um, so last semester when I tried to get into Synth Lab, I actually got it that last Friday. And the reason being, um, the last Friday of phase two, and the reason being is because they open more seats and even they, they even opened an extra section to fit in everyone. So keep Keep on trying. And if you want to take that course, keep on trying till the very last day. So if you don't get a class in phase one registration, how do you go about dealing with phase two registration? Um, as an in-state um, student, I have to also think about the Zell Miller scholarship and making sure I'm full time. So I like to put in fill in classes that for classes that I didn't get in. So say, instance, I did not get into synth lab. So I went ahead and signed up for 3110 just in case that to take it for next semester. Um, I know some other students just don't register at all and just wait till phase two. And right when they get their time tickets, they usually do have good luck. And they also move down the wait list very quickly um, between phase one and phase two. What is the deal about permits? That's actually a very complicated process. I guess from my personal experience, um, if you're in programs like BME Health Reach, I know Paul sends out permits um, after you get selected in that program. Or as Greta and I mentioned earlier, for classes like HTS or social science, if you absolutely really want to get in, but it's completely full, um, definitely you know email that department itself and give them your genuine reason. And it's most of the things I've heard are positive responses from that. So just to be clear, if you want a permit for a class, you have to go to that class's major's advisor. You can't go to a BME advisor for a permit in ISYE or math. Yes, that makes no sense because Paul has all the control over BME classes. But if it's any other major, you have to go to that um, department itself. And that's what Paul's going to tell you, too. I've also found a lot of help from going to the registrar's office. They were able to help me get into a couple classes in my freshman year. But then also, if you don't know which advisor to go to in the major that you're trying to get a class from, they can help you figure out who you need to talk to. Where's the registrar's office? It was in Tech Tower last time I checked. Yes, it's um, right next to Tech Tower and next to the Swan and all the old buildings over there. All right. Well, thank you so much for talking to us today about registration. Even though phase one registration has sort of passed, Phase two is still coming up, and that's a really great time to get classes. Like, I've gotten maybe half of my classes during my time at Tech from phase two. So we'd like to hear your questions and comments of all of this, and that brings us to the end of our show. So you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Tumblr. Uh, to find Dr. Ledoux's whiteboard, go to BME, go to the BME undergraduate webpage, look to the right side under current undergraduates and click where it says Dr. Ledoux's whiteboard. You can also go to gtbme.libsyn.com. So that's gtbme.libsyn.com. And as always, we are ending our segment with what is making us happy this week. So, Abinio, you want to start? 
Sure. So I guess what's making me really happy this week is we had a really long elections process for India Club at Georgia Tech, and that's one of the largest organizations on campus. And I officially got elected as VP Logistics, so I'm really, really excited for that and to to see where I'm going to take it next year. I'm really excited because I got to do my first hive inspection last Thursday uh, with the bees on the roof of the Colk, and that was really cool. I was very nervous because there were lots of bees flying around, but it was a good time, and I'm looking forward to my next hive inspection. Uh, Something that I'm really happy about this week is Ramblin' On is on Friday, and I am graduating this year. Oh, no. But I am very happy for all the time that I've had at Tech. So that's what's making me happy. Thank you to you guys for being here. And thank you all of you who are listening. And we will see you next week.